right. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Activate Your Health. I'm Josh. And I'm Kayla. And we're back again to discuss all things health here in Allen County. Today, we're going to be talking leadership. We have a great leadership program here in Lima called Allen Lima Leadership. Before we get into that, we want to talk about some great programs and events that we've just wrapped up here in our community. One of those is our block party. We've had our block party series taking place this summer. We had our last block party at Bradfield, funded by United Way in July. We had a great turnout. We were so thankful for everyone who came out. We do want to thank all the vendors, all the volunteers, Tisha, Keisha, and Bliss over at the Bradfield Center for all of their coordination, all of their efforts. We also want to thank Deo Gold for coming and performing for us that day. He grew up at the Bradfield Center, going to their after-school programs, now is a musician, and so we were really excited to have him back to the old stomping grounds, and he was happy to be there as well. So we were really excited about that. Bart Mills in the Council of the Arts for providing the stage once again. Chief Martin, the Rangers, our police and fire departments for both being out there. So we are just so excited to have the community behind us as we have these block parties, as we invite people out there. We had probably, what, 500 people out there, Josh, at the Bradfield in in the parking lot in the grass there. It was jam-packed. I would say we actually probably crossed that 500 mark when you look at uh, the youth and uh, adults combined. It was a great event. And like Kayla said, thanks to everybody who came out. You know, the West Ohio Food Bank has really been a great partner with us on all of our block parties and events. We just want to thank everybody that that takes time out of their Saturdays to spend it building community, educating folks about what great programs and opportunities folks do have in our community to be healthy and be their best selves. So we just appreciate everybody coming and supporting those. And we have two more block parties planned for 2021. Our next one is slated for September 18th at Mercy Health, and we'll hear all about that later in the podcast. And then save the date for October 2nd at MLK Park. So come out to those events, say hi to Kayla and I, and uh, bring your dancing shoes because we're going to have some great entertainment and activities and we'll talk about those all in a bit yes so definitely come out and see us at any of those events we'd love to meet you all and just have some fun at those community events and now let's get into our interview segment we have matt childers the executive director for allen lima leadership with us today so we would like to welcome him to the show and we appreciate him being here thanks matt great to be with you guys always a pleasure well thanks so much for joining us to discuss leadership and the programs that you have that are really aimed at building leadership in our community. So tell us just right off the top, why is leadership so important? You know, I was just listening to a TED talk uh, from a uh, Harvard uh, uh, professor who has just done consulting for both Uber and WeWork. Uh, Her name's Frances Fry. And, uh, you know, she talked about having a vision. And then hopefully, once you have given that vision to your colleagues to when you're not around, that they're carrying out that vision. But I think leadership is so important because uh, within that same TED Talk and then other studies have shown that less than 35% of Americans are engaged in their work. That means that they're not only not interested in their work, but they're not engaged in their work. And so what true leadership is able to do is to provide a foundation to be able to allow people to be their best selves, but also be their best selves in a professional manner and to be able to grow and connect. There's a study out uh, that has 11 reasons why people stay. And true leadership gives people the opportunity uh, with motivation, certainly compensation, 
uh, with great work environment, with the ability to be mentored, with the ability to have your colleagues work as a team, and all the great organizations that you've ever looked at uh, really have those components in it. And so I think even more now today with hybrid work environments where folks are working from home and the accountability factor and how does that all work, that uh, leadership is incredibly important uh, across all pieces of our, uh, of our society. So obviously, like you've mentioned, leadership being very important and a key item that we need to develop in terms of our professional abilities. Mm -hmm. What is Allen Lima Leadership? What are you doing in the community? How long have you been around? Yeah. Tell us about, about your program. Yeah. So thanks for that question because it's, you know, Allen Lima Leadership is, is a gem of Allen County. It's uh, been in, in existence since 1989. Uh, it was founded in 1989. So this will be the 34th class that went through the program. And interestingly enough, you know, there's approximately 30 folks in each class. And they come from all ranges from the business sector, the private sector, the governmental sector, and the nonprofit sector. And we really just want to be able to put people in a position to add value to their personal life and their professional career. So for example, if ABC company wants to put somebody through the program, they're going to go through the program. And what my job is, is to add value to that person's life and then that company's life when they go back there that they've had an experience that gives them a skill set that they didn't have prior to coming into it. And the four pillars that we have is, as uh, out alignment leadership is leadership, number one. That's the number one after we did our strategic plan probably about two years ago now. So leadership, number one. Number two, it's a hyphen. It's networking and showcasing our community. So people really want to network and be able to connect to the community. And then we feel like showcasing our community, for example, going to the tank plant, coming to a radio station like this, going to the healthcare facilities, going to educational facilities, that if you know your community and you know your community better, you're going to be a better solution-oriented person for your community. And then the third pillar is we do a class impact project, which we can talk about later on in detail. Uh, but every class has a impact project that they do. And in typical fashion, we do it in a shark take fashion where there's three different groups. They compete throughout the year. And at the end of uh, the 10 month uh, school year from September through June, they do an impact project that benefits the community. And one of those teams wins and then the whole class gets behind it or is supposed to get behind it <laughs> and uh, move that project forward for the, the benefit of our community. And then lastly, we have over 800 alumni. Uh, some of them happen to live south. Some of them happen to live north. Uh, but a lot of them still reside right here in northwest Ohio. And we're a great resource for nonprofit boards. And we're also a great resource for special projects that go on throughout the community. Well, that's great, Matt. Thanks for taking us through those four pillars. Let's take a step back, though. We kind of now know why the program is in existence, what you're hoping to achieve, but take us through an example of what an adult will experience if they are accepted into the leadership program. What kind of things will they do in the project through the year? What will the individual classes look like? I know you mentioned, you know, visiting some key sites throughout Allen County, yeah. but what are the activities, presentations, and experiences that participants will experience in that year-long program? Yeah, in a perfect world and kind of a non-pandemic world, 
each uh, class member is going to have an experience with leadership. And so in each class, we're going to walk you through about an hour, an hour and a half of each class with a leadership component as if you were in class, if you were in college or university and you were taking a leadership class, you're going to be able to have a DISC assessment. A lot of folks may know that, D-I-S-C, and we're going to give you that assessment. And that really just gives you an opportunity to see where you fit on the chart with your leadership style. And then that's going to help you with our Work of Leaders book that uh, we give everybody uh, each and every class. They're going to go through that 10-month course of the work of leaders, and it's going to give you that opportunity to really grow a fundamental way with your leadership skills. The other thing that you're going to get to do is you're going to get a network. I, I remember going through the program. I graduated in 2001, so this will be my 20th anniversary of being a part of all. And our graduation night, by the way, unfortunately, was 9-11. We postponed that for a month or so, but such a memorable class because of how that took place, and that was the ending of our our class. But I knew two people out of the 32 in the class ended up, from a professional standpoint, having really made about 15 to 16 folks that ended up I did business with for about 20 years uh, out of that class. And so to me, that just made it such an easy, non-obstacle, non-cold call to be able to go to that person, whether that might be a financial institution or a manufacturing institution. And we then ended up having a relationship, a business relationship. So folks are going to get that opportunity. And then we talked about that showcasing. You're going to get some really cool behind-the-scenes opportunities throughout our community. And the one that's always special, the one that a lot of people really talk about in a non-pandemic world is the ride-alongs with uh, either the Lima Police Department or the Sheriff's Office. And there's just some great stories that come out of that, as as you might expect. Uh, So each class member rides on a shift. The LPD always would say, oh, third shift's the most fun, (laughs) you know, for for the candidates that are going through the program. So all that being said, those pieces of the puzzle are really what I think people do. But I I will tell you this, we had an alumni event back in May uh, at the old barn, their new patio. We had a really good turnout. And what people say they miss the most is just the people and and that connection. And obviously, in the world that we're living in today, it's nice to be back out at some level uh, with, with, with our colleagues. But that's what everybody always missed. And we, you know, they said, boy, it kind of just comes to a halt. It's one year, it's 10 months, and then we don't see each other again. And that's why we have an alumni organization, and we'll, we'll be having an event coming up in the fall that we're planning as we speak. I was a graduate of the best class ever, 2020. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> uh, we had the end of our class projects and some of our activities kind of truants from COVID. Yeah. So that's one of those things that I got a lot of value out of is just being around people, meeting the different folks. And you think you know a lot about the community you've lived in for a number of years until you get into the program. That's true. And uh, you really know that there's a lot of people and things out there that you don't know. So I just want to commend you for that. Yeah, you really got ripped off. Let's face it. (laughs) I mean, uh, truly, I mean, that that class got penalized because of what happened in March and how that all impacted April, May, and June, and obviously then the rest of our lives for that, the balance of about a year. So that's the unfortunate part. But I, I will say that everybody that I talked to, and then what I, what I tried to do, which I had never done before, I'm starting my fourth class with, with Alan Lima Leadership. So what I've never done before 
uh, is meet everybody. And that coming out of the pandemic, that was one of the things that was good is I Zoomed with about 25 of our new participants and then met in person with, you know, approximately seven or eight of them. So that was one of the maybe the good news things coming out of the pandemic was the technology. I could hop on Zoom. I could meet with three or four people in a morning and meet them face to face and say, hey, welcome to the program. Looking forward to it because most of the time I would not meet them until until it was the day of orientation. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was nice to be able to do that. Uh, but I will tell you that your class, there will be a special event for your class here uh, coming up, Josh. Oh, man, yes. But we've been kind of touching on the adult side of things, obviously, but yeah. there is also a youth component, a youth yeah. class that you also are simultaneously doing while the adults are in their class. You have a youth component and a youth class. Talk about that. Talk about how our Allen County youth can get involved and yeah. how important it is for the leadership to you know to start growing in our young people at in that time yeah yeah um the the youth program can't you know sprouted out of the special class project the impact project that uh the class of 2006 did there was a modicum of a youth program and then it kind of sputtered and then in 2006 uh and and i must say that david trinko from the lima news and cindy scott who were part of that uh that class uh, and a couple of others really spearheaded that that class project and to keep it going and it's flourishing today. We had our largest class that we've ever had last year. And so what we do is we have a relationship with the 11 county schools that are in Allen County. And within those schools, whether it's the superintendent, the principal, or in most cases, the guidance counselors uh, who give us the opportunity, the leads to be able to uh, recruit those uh, those next classes. And so we send out those opportunities in the springtime to the class. And then we start in October and we meet five or six times. There's 30, there was 33 folks in the class last year. And they do a similar impact project. And one of the cool things the United Way did is we formed a partnership for uh, the youth program that gives them a grant that allows them to see what's going on in our community. They take them on an impact tour to all of these nonprofit agencies, and then they give them a really cool one-sheeter that lets them play Monopoly money with $250,000. Where would they give those monies to who the folks they just saw? So the children really get to see this at an early age, and they really get to be a part of what we're doing in our community and then they put on a special impact project. And the last one that they just did was why. And uh, th- that project was about mental health as we hear you. Uh, and the students presented that at the Rotary Club. The Rotary is a great sponsor of the program and Lima Memorial Health System, great sponsors of the youth program. And so we presented it at graduation at the Rotary Club on a Monday in May. And uh, it was spectacular. And, and you know, uh, just when you think life is really cynical, just hang around like sophomores and juniors and seniors in high school, and they bring joy to your life in this non-cynical way of looking at things. And I was really proud of the way that they dove into it. So this is the time now that we're finalizing probably the last 10 people in the class. So if you're interested in the class, I'd see your guidance counselor, or you can just visit com and there's an application there online for the youth. But the youth are cool, and uh, I'm really, really proud of what they've been doing the last uh, few years. 
that sounds great. And I know that the uh, some youth that I've spoken with that have gone through the program really enjoyed it. So just clarify this for me, Matt. So both programs meet once a month and they meet for 10 months. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. So the, the adult class meets for 10 months. It's just image of school year, September through June. And then the youth only meet six times. And one of those times is graduation. But we meet five times. It's just tough. A lot of these kids are in AP. A lot of these kids have testing. It's tough to pull them out of school for a whole day 10 times a year. So we limit that to five times. Okay. And then there's a number of added value, Zoom get-togethers or an evening get-together. But for the most part, it's, it's just meet five times. So you're not asking too much time out of the adults or the youth in the program. It's really no. about meaningful time with you. I always say, like my mother used to say, I'm Catholic and went to Mass and uh you know, as an altar boy, my mom would always say, you know, it's going to be painful, but after you're done, it's going to feel really good. So I, I look at that and I say, look, that Friday, we, we all think we can't take that, that Friday from, you know, 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. that we can't do that. Uh, but once it's all done and then once you're done with the program, I, it's, it's really rewarding. And I, I think each and every class is rewarding. And just by the feedback and the applications and um, I, you know, we, we've talked, you know, unfortunately a lot about, you know, being in a, in a pandemic and a health crisis, but even in that environment, you know, we're getting record numbers in our classes, both in the youth side and the, and the adult side. So, yep. And that just speaks to, I think the alumni and those yep. who have already been through the program yes. and those who really value that program, pushing others to again, join those classes. And we've spoken a lot about these class projects. So can you give us yeah. some examples of what those look like and some things yeah. that we've seen in the past and how those really impact yeah. our community? Yeah, so one you know, one was the youth that we just spoke about, the youth program. The other uh, is the, the Teddy Bear Fund, which you know started way back in the 1940s and then continued through with Easter Straker on WLIO-TV. Uh, Dick Smallwood uh, was instrumental in this. And, you know, just like in any setting folks you know do their you know they do their great civic duty but after 20 years a lot of that you know it's tough to just continue doing it at that high level so the 2005 class took over uh the outline leadership project uh and one of those key members was chad king uh who's really been instrumental in this uh with uh with uh, the uh the teddy bear uh, program and the teddy bear fund and so that was a class project that they took on and their class took it all the way till this year and uh and we could talk about that later how we transition that under the all umbrella the other one is love luggage which uh is a class project that was started and that class project uh, our, our county one of our county commissioners Beth Seibert and her team really head that up and what it is is for foster kids who are at Allen County Children's Services and they're in their transition moving from home to home uh, we provide them with backpacks full of all kinds of real necessities whether that's toothbrush and toothpaste and all kinds of things and some real you know treats in there for those children uh, to be able to make their transition easier. So those are a couple of the, uh, uh, you know, really kind of on the ground, real world things that are helping folks. Uh, for those that didn't know, the Teddy Bear Fund, uh, the te we give teddy bears to children in need at the hospitals, both hospitals here locally. 
uh, when you know they're in a tough situation, it's nice to have a little comfort, and that teddy bear goes a long way. Uh, in addition to that, I'll use my class as an example. For approximately 10 years, we held a chili cook-off. Uh, our class started that. All the proceeds went to all, and then we gave some money to charities uh, outside of that. But uh, we had this big tailgate party for an Ohio State game. And I uh, did it at several different places, the fairgrounds, Westgate Entertainment Center. Uh, we had uh, different bands come in, and it was really cool. It, it, you know, you get something that goes for a decade, and you're able to provide things for the, uh, the community. It, it's, it's really helpful. And so those are a few of the examples of what, what takes place in the Impact Project. And what's really neat to see is the class members, how passionate they are about it and how much they get involved and how much leadership it takes to kind of pull all of that off. And uh, each class has just done a really, really terrific job. And that's how, you know, Alabama leadership continues to make an impact, not on a personal level, but on a community level yeah. and well beyond that 10 month year project yeah. uh, period. So uh, kudos to all the work that you guys are doing. So if we have folks out there in the community, Matt, that are interested in joining the next round of leadership programs, how yeah. do they connect with Alan Lyman Leadership, how do they stay up to date with all the things that you have going on and, and how do they apply? Yeah, but best case is you know, we've got a really good uh, brand new website. Uh, it's uh, alanlymanleadership.com. Uh, they can go there. They can really surf around and see all of the different programs that we have. There's applications there. Uh, there's contact information. I'm also very accessible all at wcoil.com. And uh, we're just located at 144 South Main Street uh, in downtown Lima, right next to the Civic Center. Uh, and so you can always just drop in and see us, and uh, we can connect in that fashion. So, um, you know, a myriad of ways. Obviously, the website would be a great way to start. And you also have an upcoming event in September here. So yeah. what, what's going on then? Yeah, September is, man, if, if there's a busy month, this, this is it. <laughs> uh, we, we have our orientation days, the, the two days for the, the adult class. Uh, we have our class graduation on September 30th for the 2021 class. And then we have our Teddy Bear Fun golf outing, the annual. It's the sixth annual golf outing. We had a terrific turnout last year. We went from about nine or ten teams up to about 28 teams. And uh, it's September 22nd, uh, 8 a.m. at Hidden Creek Golf Course. And uh, if you'd like to be a part of that, uh, you can really you can contact me at all at wcoil.com. We posted that a lot on social media, on Facebook, and a lot of the places that we've been. But we've had some great support from our stakeholders, from the community, and it's a really fun day. So we'd encourage you to to be a part of the Teddy Bear Fund, uh, the sixth annual. Well, you got a lot of stuff going on out there, Matt. We just want to thank you for all that you're doing. Thanks for joining us today. And if there's one thing that you could leave the community with, if there's one thing that they can do to support Alan Lima leadership, what would you ask them to do? I would just say be positive. I've lived here for many years. Uh, I know that that's a very obtuse, uh, and there's not a lot of there's there's not a lot of tangibility about that. But I, I will say that my mother and was born here in 1928. My grandfather had a law firm in downtown Lima in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. I always thought, we talked about all about the people and how important those relationships were. And I found Lima to be a great place to make those same relationships, that there are great people in Lima. There are people that want to be a part of some really good things. And then some cynicism kind of trickles in. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always looked at the glass as not half full or half empty as, overflowing and I just look at it and I say look Lima looks really good the renaissance in downtown Lima looks really good and I think our core does have to be 
really good. It's as good as it's been since I've been around uh, since the 1980s. I mean, I, I feel like we're moving in the right direction. And I would think that to be positive and to be solution-based, not complaining-based, mm. is what real leadership is about. Amen. Here, here. Uh. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate oh, so thank- much your time and your friendship. And we hope that if you are listening and you have not joined one of the Allen Lyman leadership classes that you highly consider how that might be beneficial to your personal life and professional career. We really have a great time with you, Matt. And so we yeah. enjoy having you. So thank you so much for your time. And if you do want to learn more about Allen Lyman leadership, please reach out to Matt. And uh, we look forward to these classes continuing to grow and be fruitful in our community. Yeah, thank you guys. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks, Matt. You know, it's great to know that we have a program like all here in Lima. Leadership also means that sometimes you might need help and reaching out for that help. So if you have been struggling or are struggling, please do not hesitate to call the crisis line at 1-800-567-HOPE. That's 1-800-567-4673. Or you can text 741-741. Next, we wanted to talk about some upcoming activities and events. And I think as Matt mentioned, September, this fall time, it is just busy. I feel like we've been saying this on multiple (laughs) episodes of our podcast here that we've been just a lot of things that are happening, which is great for our community. There's always things to do. We know that fall sports are up and running in our schools. It's back to school time. So Friday night football games, volleyball, cross country. There's a ways that we can always get involved in supporting our community. So whatever school district you're in, uh, we hope that you do get involved in supporting our community athletics. There's also bike and pedestrian counts that are coming up. So that's a time for us to get out into the community and look at our usage of some of our crosswalks, some of our parks, be able to get an idea of where we might need to make some changes in terms of bike and pedestrian safety. And it's a very important thing that we do twice a year. I'm in Activate Allen County is happy to help with that. So if you are interested in signing up for that, you can reach out to us at activateallencounty.com. You can also email us or reach us on our Facebook page. Any way that you want to contact us, we can get information to you in terms of getting signed up for a two-hour spot. So if you have some volunteer time that you want to commit to bike and pedestrian counts, it's basically just a two hours of sitting at a location and counting people. Very simple, very easy, but very meaningful work. So we have that coming up in September as well. We also have our downtown Lima Farmer's Market, which continues to take place every Tuesday from 2.30 to 5.30 p.m. in the downtown Lima Square uh, in front of the Civic Center. And that'll be continuing till September 28th. So you only have a few more weeks of the farmer's market to enjoy. We also have our South Jackson Community Garden Harvest Party, which is taking place September 4th from 1 to 3 p.m. We'll be providing basically free produce that is extra that was grown at the garden this year. So we had a really great season at the garden. We want to thank, let's say, Williams, Mark Decker, our volunteers from Ohio State Lima, and everyone that did come out to our block parties, all of our gardeners, for making 2021 the best South Jackson Community Garden Project year that we've had. Yes, that has been great out there. So we do hope that you go out there if you are looking for some produce that will be available through the farmer's market and then of course at South Jackson. And finally, we do have another block party coming up. We've been talking about our block parties that we've done uh, previous months. We do have a September 18th block party scheduled for Mercy Health. We'll be in the parking lot at the Graduate Medical Education Building, that new building there on Market Street. We'll be in the back parking lot. 
We'll have lots of activities for the kids. We'll be featuring a bike rodeo. Well, kids ages 6 to 12 are be able to go through, bring your bike, be able to go through the course and get a free helmet as well. Our first responders, if you are a first responder in the community, we will be appreciating you and showing our support for all the great things that you do in our community. We will have free lunch vouchers. So the mental health board will be providing you with a lunch voucher for one of our food trucks that will be on site that day. So come out, get your voucher, get your free lunch and really feel the support of the community because we are grateful for all of our first responders. Static Music will be back. We had him at our South Jackson block party and we had a great time with Static Music. So we are really excited to have him back as well for another great performance. So again, that's September 18th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. We'll have all the live music, the games, the bounce house, all the great stuff happening there in the Mercy Health parking lot. Yeah, so that's a lot of things happening. But yeah, we hope to see you out in our community. And once again, thanks for joining us today. Next month, we'll be talking to Tyler Smith from Mercy Health. And we're going to be discussing all the work that Mercy is doing in community health. So they have a lot of programs and interventions taking place throughout Lima, Allen County and our surrounding area. So we'll be back in studio with Tyler to hear all about the great work that Mercy's doing. And so until then, stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. See ya.